everyone, and welcome to the Unbalancing Act. Another episode with your hosts, Mike and Kate. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for uh, thanks for being here. Yeah, yeah. Kate, thanks for being here. <laughs> that was lame. I don't know. That Sorry. was good. I've got nothing left. <laughs> nothing left. Well, God, that's so, join so us nice. For an hour. That's so nice <laughs> for be, everyone listening I mean, to I hear. I have nothing left for you, sweetie. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. We're gonna make this. Someday we're gonna switch off. Who does the the intro, right? No, you've got a. We always say you've got the voice for radio. You've got the. Yeah, definitely not the, the cheese thing. factor. Let's go. <laughs> No, actually, you know what? No, we're going to do this right now. No, we're gonna I'm cut not this intro off. No, we're stopping right now, and um, you're going you're gonna to do the intro from now. So, in three, two, one. And welcome, Molly. <laughs> Let's introduce our guest today. Molly, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? So you don't want to tell anybody about the podcast or say thanks it's for being It's fantastic. Here. Thanks for listening. Okay, and I'm just checking. Molly. <laughs> for real, though. Let's hear about Molly. Well, what do you want to ask her? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Do you Just want to a little give, bit of your background. Do you Tell want to give her last name? Been, or? What you're excited about. Do you want yeah. to give her last name? or you know. Molly Hansen. Yeah. Is our fabulous guest today. We've known her for a long time. I know. It is a long time. Hi, yeah. I'm Molly. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> How long have we known each other? It's been like at least eight years, nine years, nine years. I know, I think years? so. Yeah, it's probably at least nine years. Whenever I probably moved back from, well, the lost year in Ankeny. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. but yeah, back to my move back from Ankeny. <laughs> it's the right thing to do. I, I didn't know you lived in Ankeny. Nine months. Was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fresh out of college, lived in my friend's basement. Anyway, saving some money, living the dream. It was um, really exciting. So yes, yeah, so Molly Hansen is our guest today, and uh, thank you so much for taking your time out to be here with us. Um, we are we are actually keeping her from a big running date, Ooh. so we're gonna see if this lasts for two hours or whatever it might just to delay <laughs> to delay the uh, the running workout that you've uh, that you've got planned. And it's cold outside too. Well, at least you, it's you, sunny. It's ballsy. Yeah, it is sunny. Well, I don't know what. <laughs> She's the, like, don't talk about it. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be, be okay. Fine. You're you're gonna be fine. It's gonna be all right. Uh, for everyone out there listening, thank you again for the continued uh, love and support. Um, whether you're listening through SoundCloud or iTunes, um, let us know how you heard about us. Um, let us know what other topics you'd like to hear from. And as always, we, we need to keep this sucker going. So continue to have uh, suggestions for uh, guests, um, for topics, for whatever it may be. Um, but we, uh, we love what we're doing. And we're coming up on, gosh, close to a year from when we, uh, from when we started this thing. So bum, pretty exciting. Bum, bum. I know. Well, pretty excited about it. a big celebration. It. Yes, we will have a... Very big celebration. <laughs> I'm sure it'll involve you drinking champagne. and me being sober. Yeah, <laughs> that's our life. For at least the next few. For at least the next few months. Right now. <laughs> that's, uh, that sounds about right. You're halfway to being back to the yeah. Yeah, we're almost there. Halfway from losing your duty. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Got to take advantage of that. Shudder a little. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then having somebody else that needs a DD. Yeah, that needs to be taken care of. Yeah. <laughs> they can't wipe themselves. Yeah. Which we all have issues with that every now and then, but... No, we don't. <laughs> we don't. Not... Oh, okay. Maybe that's just me. All right, so should we hear about Molly? Change me, I'm dirty. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Molly, tell us about yourself. Yeah, let's go ahead and start out. Uh, Molly, thanks again for uh, for being here as we digress back into the, uh, the podcast. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. 
Okay. Uh, my name is Molly, and I'm a Des Moines native. And then when I say that, I say I went to Johnston, which then people roll their eyes. But my parents went to Roosevelt, and my grandpa went to North. So I mean, lots of generations. Street cred there, right? I'm like, it goes back a long time. I went to Johnston too, but when did you graduate? You're much younger. 2005. Okay. And then my brother was three years behind me, and so that's kind of the age range of people I know. Beyond that, I'm like. "Mm, Well, you were 2002. 2002, yeah. yeah. She's a freshman when I was senior, right? Right? No, Sophomore. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Whatever. What can you do? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you got your street kid. Totally different school than it is now. I know. Now it's an enormous overbuy crimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I. Um, but it was nice. I. Nobody really lives in Johnston anymore. My yeah. parents are all over the place and. My brother and I ended up back in Des Moines, which is nice because we've got some fam around here. Um, and I, well, I work for a nonprofit organization called Iowa Rivers Revival. We do advocacy for rivers around the state. And uh, I live with my boyfriend and my dog. We just became Southsiders. So, mm-hmm. just bought your first house? First house. We are officially Southsiders, but barely, but it's great because, you know. There's just like really good Italian food everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's wonderful. Um, how's the house going? It's going well. Um, <laughs> I say with a little bit of a grimace on my face. Um, I love having a house. I love having space. My dog loves having a yard. I think we were the millennials who bought a home for our dog. What well, kind of what kind of dog? Lola is a terrier mix, and she turns one on December twenty first. Yeah. So that's really exciting. We adopted her this year. Yeah. And we were living uh, downtown above Zombie Burger, which was also awesome. But we just were like totally downtown chaos. And then you yeah. bring an adopted dog in and you're like, figure it out. And Logistically yeah. not the easiest. <laughs> Five floors up <laughs> yeah. and you know all this. And you're like, oh, this was interesting. Um, so that part's really nice. I'm looking forward to spring. I want to have a garden and build my rain barrels and get all, you know, because obviously hippie I, with my composting in my yard. <laughs> Iowa River Revival should say it all, but you're a very outdoorsy person. Yes, um, I used to work in conservation, so yeah. took kids canoeing and dug in the dirt and yeah. went on hikes and things like that. So you're so. not you're you're very much not joking with the uh, the rain barrels and the composting oh, no. and everything it's else. It's guilting your, me that I'm not doing it already. <laughs> amazing, it'll be way more functional than the ours where we had to fight for a fence just so we could not have to take the dog out or put her on a lead. <laughs> right. We are well, crazy like No, that. but that's exactly it too. Like <laughs> we, we have we this don't touch anything else. old <laughs> fence that I'm like we have to repair because she can totally yeah I mean get out. Yeah. yeah. So she, yeah, we need to do all those things. That's my thing too. I just need to like, we have a laundry list as does everyone with a home. Yeah. Everyone, all the homeowners keep telling me like, oh, welcome to the fun. Like <laughs> your to-do list is going to be seven miles long and it's fine. But just trying to like figure out what we can get done and try and organize things. An old man came and fixed my dryer the other day, you know. Homeowner things. Did you hire him, or he just showed up, or just a guy? (sighs) Yeah, we hired someone. We like we're we're still operating with a lot of hand me down things, appliances, furniture, all that. That's the big thing. That's the uh, that's when you know you've hit it. You're a homeowner. You're an adult. You got to hire somebody to come in and do 
whatever. Shit, I wish whatever I knew how to do that myself. you knew, but you don't want to touch it well, because you, you could screw it up even more. Like decorating and painting and doing fun things, and you're like, I gotta fix the roof. Woo-hoo. Right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, there's like nothing sexy about a roof except for the fact that you're not fixing more things because it's leaking. Or the dryer vent or the this or that. It's just, yeah. there's, yeah. It's ridiculous. It's so fun. Yes. It's so fun. But yeah, like, always like, you should buy a house. Oh, I know. Everyone's very encouraging. Um, and it was. It was good. We actually had a really pleasant process. And last night, we like put up our Christmas tree, and mm-hmm. we're watching Christmas movies, and like curled up with the dog on the couch. And you have those mm-hmm. moments of like, okay, like, mm-hmm. it's nice. I like what we're doing. The American dream. Right? Like, we're... We're doing all right. It's everyone's <laughs> gonna be okay. fine. All coming together. Yeah. So it's getting there, and we are going to be hosting uh, close to fifteen people in my little two bedroom, one bathroom house for Christmas. Are they all staying with you, or are they? Yeah, that was gonna be my next question. Fortunately, no. Most of them are that fairly helps. local, and we only have one guest bedroom, so that would get really crowded very quickly. Yeah. Um. So my boyfriend's mother is staying with us because she's coming from New Jersey, but everyone else is within fifty minutes. So they're going to have to find their way back. Are you uh, are you doing the the cooking as well? You know, I will probably be the assistant in the kitchen for this. Um, Johnny, Johnny, pretty good at that. He is, and he's Ecuadorian and has a very large extended family from various countries Mm -hmm. in South America, and. They kind of have a way they like to do things, so I have a feeling I'm going to just be playing a very pleasant and supportive role Sous that chef. involves yeah. handing people things, cutting things, entertaining children. Here's drinks. some beer. Here's yeah, some alcohol. Wine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stocking the to, bar. Easy to pass out. Because, um, yeah. yeah, I think it, rumor is he wants to buy an entire leg of a pig. Oh. Mm. We're going to do some serious pork. Right? Of some kind or another. Yeah. <laughs> so, that sounds amazing. Right. So we're going to figure out how to put on our hospitality hats for a while. We've had one guest so far, so this is going to be a lot more than that. Yeah. But you kind of dip your toe in the water. Yeah. Figure it out. Just all the... dive in at first. Yeah, one to 15. Yeah, that's... Right. We uh, <laughs> were just talking to some of our family members when we were in Chicago, and they were all um, concerned with his parents planning the trip for them to come out right oh. after the... <laughs> yeah. Our baby. And it was funny because his cousin said to me, she's like, we were all talking about when we're coming to your house. I was like, oh, you were? <laughs> yeah, we didn't know anything And about you were it. like, when I invite you? She's like, yeah. don't worry. She's like, we're staying at a hotel. And it was kind of like a joke because we all just got done having this big family trip. Well, not just got done. I mean, it's been back in, ju- back in July, months, yeah, July, it's been a, August, it's been a while. or whatever. Staying all together uh, in the house. And she's like, yeah, well, she's like, do you have a hotel close? I'm like, there's one right down the street. She's like, we're super pumped about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this gets gets a little bit into the into the subject, but that's that's exactly right. Like hosting family, yeah, we, didn't, we didn't know any of this. And we're happy that they've started coming. So they're all outside of Chicago, all my aunts, uncles, cousins. And it used to be. We, we get there probably two times a year, easy. And it was only within the last... Uh, two three years that they've started coming here about once a year as well which has been nice because you have an adorable child and they want to come visit it had nothing to do with me all the child and now with another one coming um but uh it's nice to not have to you know worry about doing the travel but now you're you know hosting and especially when we don't know about you know what's going on or what's happening but yeah that was our last experience with the uh the family vacation where the first half of the week it was at least 35 people uh, wow. Eight kids, eight kids, and then uh, eight, 27 adults. Eight kids, eight and under. 
Yeah, you guys in and out of 27 adults all in one house <laughs> in Holland, Michigan. It was a very and big house. And then the second house. half of the week, it was a very big house, but it's still one building. <laughs> yes. And then the second half, I think we, we lost five people. And by lost, I mean that we like, killed them or anything. Right. They, they left. <laughs> they're in the woods somewhere. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> which is fine. Um, but they left and it was still, that's still 27 people with six, uh, five kids under the age of of uh, five at that point six teenagers yeah and six teenagers <laughs> wow too. so we were joking before the podcast started that, that was at one point we had a little bit of a little bit of a tiff where by thursday night we were le- no friday night we friday. were leaving saturday anyway but friday night i was kind of done and i was like screw it let's pack and You're drive home in the room he's like pack up our shit we're leaving <laughs> <laughs> let's get out of here and we're just gonna drive overnight and get home i that have much hit quicker. my point <laughs> And that was my point, yes. Point. The last uh, about four days in, that was that was enough for me. He was just getting crap from his cousin, whom he did not realize, because we were sharing the room with her, he did not realize was in the room for the whole fight. The argument. <laughs> he just found this out at Thanksgiving. He's like, how did you know? She's like, because I was sitting right there on the bed. Doesn't matter. She needs to learn. Right. This, this is life Like, good. Now. Front row. Check yeah. it out. Yeah. I am not ashamed by that at all. <laughs> no, it's fine. I think that's the difference too. Like you, when you're younger and you don't have a home or you don't have a family yet, you always are traveling to wherever and you mm-hmm. don't have to think about like hosting or, you know, worrying that everyone is Happy. comfortable and accommodated. Yeah. And, and so when you like switch that gear to think about turning into a host, yeah. um, especially if you've got like harmony in your personality, like I do, where you're like, oh my God, is everyone okay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> It just it just adds this layer that I didn't really know existed, I guess, you know. And you see, you know, your moms or your aunts or your grandmas do it forever, and it looks fine. Yeah, smooth. Flawless, you know, easy. And, um, I mean, I'm fortunate. We have a pretty easygoing family. Like, it's not like anyone's going to be... Super high maintenance. Right, demanding whatever, caviar and champagne every morning, um, though that could be fun. That sounds delicious. Um, But yeah, so it's just kind of thinking about that as a switch piece, and I'm with you too. Like, I have a certain amount of, like, days with family or large group that, like, once we breach that and go longer, I'm kind of like, okay. I need to go. They were worried (laughs) that I was even coming back for Thanksgiving this year, which we did go back. Um, but when you go in for Thanksgiving, we stay with one family. Um, so there's only, you know, like six people in the house or seven or whatever the heck it ends up being. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, uh, including us. Um, and, and when people come over, they, they leave. And so it's not a constant, you know, morning, middle of the day and night. And so it's not as, as bad, but even as bad, <laughs> we well, love I, you family. I, we do. I, <laughs> right. We all I love you. as bad. Because we just decided at the end of this that there, it has become a little too much. We've added on activities and and people keep coming over earlier and earlier. And, and really, it's it's no, we gotta we gotta pull it back a little bit. You know, we get to Friday on Thanksgiving, and it used to be we're gonna lay in our pajamas and watch Christmas movies if you want to come over and join us. But there is no expectation for anything. We're not well, serving really. food. We're not doing this and that. It's just we're right. literally doing right. little, as little as possible. And now it's turned into well, now people start coming over at noon or two and we have to have throw a dance party for the kids and everyone's supposed to wear their pajamas and now everyone's bringing food and this and that and it's turned into a thing and it after having two days prior of constant things happening by that day it's just just too much it's too much i'm i'm totally with you and i I just want to get (laughs) yeah yeah. And I love my family too. Yes, like it's no, not even that. It's they're just, wonderful people. Right. They're, they're fun to hang out with. It's not. 
It's not that at all. Right. And this kind of jumps us right into kind of what the, the topic has. And I don't know that we've really touched on this too much, maybe hinted at it here and there. But the idea of, I don't know, what's the best way to say it? Acting extrovert? Maybe. Um, and maybe that's a, a different way to say it. But acting as an extrovert, but realizing that if, you, if your personality um, tells you that you need some alone time, finding that alone time is very important otherwise there's some very severe consequences <laughs> for yourself and maybe those that are, are around you yeah and so just by talking i know molly you and i are incredibly similar when it comes to uh uh when it comes to this and i think kate you are to some extent yeah as well but you know i, I think kate you would never actually come out and say that i'm an that you're an extrovert no, like, I would you not. Ne- at all. You never have, like even yeah. in the beginning. We're and a pe- lot of people have said that, like that they can't quite figure me out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I'm not like you know I'm the person that's fine just sitting and chilling, kind of. Yeah, I don't know. you I love don't the know. behind the scenes and getting totally. stuff done, organizing. Um, I'm never going to be the life mentality. of the party. Yeah, Aww. I'll be the person that'll plan it. Yeah, <laughs> and that doesn't mean that's that you're a not... very important job. <laughs> well, but I'm not the life of the party. But that doesn't I'm mean not... that when the party's happening, that you're not social with people. Yeah, like you're sitting in a corner right. or something. That doesn't mean that at yeah. all. But when it comes down to it, you're yeah, you're not quite viewed, and that's not what you enjoy about yourself. Well, and it's funny because you appear so extroverted. Yeah. That I had some people that said they're like, when I first met you, I was like, who is this girl? Like, because they just assumed that I really didn't like people <laughs> or I didn't like <laughs> well, them still, uh, because to be married to somebody who was like, Hey, what's up? Watching right. the room kind of whatever. And then I'm just chill. They're like, Oh, she just must not want to be around any of us. And right. I, they're like, it was intense. They're like, we thought maybe you were just this intense person. I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like, right. no, I wasn't just... even aware that you were looking. <laughs> yeah. Well, the engine's judging. <laughs> right. Always I'm like, judging. I'm just not on the same level yeah. as that i know well in the introvert extrovert labels i feel like we don't give them to ourselves like people yeah, right. put them on you like nobody walks yeah. around like hi i'm molly i'm an extrovert yeah. like yeah. nobody cares except that people kind of meet you and assume yeah and are you a people person right or not a and that's person? kind of mine is just like yes i'm outgoing but i've always had to be like for my job or mm-hmm. um you know i've always been played team sports and so you have to like you know get along with everyone and if you need to be a leader then right you need to know how to talk to everyone and make them feel like they're part of whatever's going on um and so i think mine came out of necessity just trying to and being you know type a firstborn people pleaser harmony in my personality like it's all (laughs) the road was paved like i'm just walking it but um and I think for me, it was then realizing later, like you kind of play into the stereotypes that people put on you, right? Like you're outgoing, you're, yeah. you are gregarious, you're the life of the party, whatever. And so you're like, okay, um, especially when you're young and drunk a lot. And yeah. It's yeah. easy to do that yeah. um, or step into those roles when you see other people don't feel comfortable stepping into them, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a natural born leader and there's that opportunity and people are like, whoa, whoa, not me. Um, you're like, okay, I got this. Not a big deal. Um, but for me, I think it was learning about setting my own boundaries and like with people and with myself to just know like when I've had too much or when I'm around too many people or I'm in an overwhelming situation or I'm feeling anxious, um, just like a, that I need to recognize that and B that I need to correct it because nobody's going to do it for me. Yeah. (laughs) And try not to like take it out on other people when I have gone too far or misinterpreted like what I should be doing. So how did that, how did you kind of come to that realization? Because I think I tried to fight it for so long 
up until maybe three years ago or so, you're right. I like I embraced totally. that extroverted side of things. I wanted everyone to be my friend. When I hosted parties, yeah, invite we everybody. Invite everybody, yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody. Here's, here's <laughs> fifty. Don't leave anyone out. <laughs> the white trash bash and some of the other stuff that we did. We you know mm-hmm. it's a hundred people. We gotta invite anybody. Don't leave. Don't leave anybody out. And it it took me quite some time to realize. Yeah, I love being the life of the party. I love being the center of that. But I, and I don't know what that I don't know what that point was. Maybe it was some of the struggles that I was going on with my work, where I was starting to become a little more doubtful of myself, maybe more cynical. That I started realizing I need to take time for myself. Otherwise, this is this is turning into some bad habits. Right. And maybe that, I don't know if that's the right way to. You were hiding. Yeah. Yeah, and right. so that, and then you just go yeah to the opposite where mm-hmm. I would get I would get angry I would get right. you know it's like no screw this and then you shut down I'm an introvert like, yeah I don't want to talk to anyone shut down <laughs> people. and so you right. go the immediate 180 mm-hmm. into the opposite which is side also not who you are no right? and, and that's, so that's and it's not who you want to be either. no and so there's there's this thing but what was sort of the revelation do you learn earlier on or how right did well that's about? funny as you were saying that I was kind of like trying to think like what because you don't have that moment where you're like oh. Um, but I think what it did it for me was I lived alone for a long time. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. in my adult life, I worked for a County conservation board out of town. So I commuted like 45 minutes every day. It would be early mornings, late nights. And I found a lot of solace in just like coming home to my cat and watching Gilmore girls by myself. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I did that for probably four years. Mm -hmm. And then when I, I, I had a very bossy roommate after that. Um, my friend Whitney moved back to town and was literally just like, I'm here. I need a roommate. I really don't think I can tolerate living with anyone other than you. She's like, so I'm going to save you from becoming a crazy cat lady and we're going to live together. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, I don't really want to. Um, but we ended up moving in together. <laughs> she won, stalker. Um, she always does. And, uh, and I think it was the transition of that. You know, she is... A socialite. She likes to have parties. You know, um, she's the hostess with the mostest and things like that. And I think for me, that transition of I had had so much alone time that I kind of took it for granted. And then when I didn't have it anymore, it was me being forced to realize that I had to carve out that space for myself. Yeah. Um, to go do because there would be nights like fortunately we were both very busy people, and so like there would be nights where she just was out all night, and it was like, oh my god, I get my alone time. Okay, like I'm gonna you know here's the movies I'm gonna watch, and I'm gonna like you know I've got I've got a face mask I'm gonna do like whatever it was, but I think that taught me that I had to create that space for myself. Yeah. Um, whether it's, you know, going out for a run, um, you know, having a little spa day by yourself, going to a movie by myself. I like to go to movies by myself. Ah, yes. Um, <laughs> you, I mean, and yeah. even if it's you just need a couple hours or like in family situations, like, you know, my mom came and stayed for a week over Thanksgiving and we do have a small house. So like you're not not together, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you, you know, and so... It was literally just being able to communicate with my brother, who's also in town, and being like, hey, Sunday afternoon, why don't you go take mom out for a little while? <laughs> you know, like, go do, go have some time, right? And then, like, turning hours. around to, like, look at my boyfriend and be like, and I'm going to leave, too. Like, I'm going to go into the office and, like, go work for a couple hours. And um, so, yeah, and I, that's the other thing, too, is I think asking for it and realizing that that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, not feeling guilty about asking for the time you need. I think that's so 
since having a kid, I think the first year too, especially. Oh God, and that would complicate everything. <laughs> you yeah, don't the get first to be alone. year we felt like we needed to do everything and be there for everything, be there for our friends, be there for work, be there for whatever. You know, we talked about even like from the moment we had her, I delivered her like I didn't get to my room till one thirty or whatever, and I'm pretty sure by like nine or ten we had people in the delivery. I mean, in our room visiting, which was fantastic and lovely and whatever. <laughs> No, I look back at it now. It's it's funny because we were preparing to have a second. Right, right. you're like second time around. The power of no. Let's just let's make that the net title of this. The power of no. (laughs) The whole first year, we felt like we had to do all of it, and then all of a sudden, it was like and and we split stuff up and whatever. But then also all of a sudden started feeling empowered to say I need some space for myself. It's right because even if you. Like, say no to your friends, you still potentially are here with your family unit, and that requires responsibility, too. So how do you, like, sit on the couch without feeling like, oh, God, I should really be, like, unloading the dishwasher or taking care of the dog? Like, I want to do nothing. Well, (laughs) and we never wanted to. So what we learned to do was, you know, we're going to bring Avin along to stuff to you this want to do. or that yeah. the stuff that we're gonna you know so that we're not eliminating which socialize every That's yeah everything out of our social we want her to be a part of that we yeah. want her to be a part of the family and we want you know whether it's our friends and, and businesses and things like that um you know she's she's part of it and through that she's gonna learn you know the importance of that social structure totally and, and you know the and, and some of the discipline that, that comes along with it but it's amazing how a new job or a new child does provide that excuse for you to be able to easier, more easily say no to right. something. Yeah, my you cues know. did for that. I didn't at first. It yeah, felt I like did. I needed to be super mom and be everywhere. And then all of a sudden yeah. I was like, this isn't working for me. Yeah. Well, right, because otherwise you break yourself. <laughs> I mean, and that's, I'm guilty of that too. Like, I go hard to the point of like, I can't go anymore. Yeah. And you have to stop before you get to that point. Like, yeah. where you're like that's you bad. Yeah. Somebody, we were just talking the other day, he loves to play video games, and somebody was asking me, does it not super annoy you that he just disappears and goes and plays video games? I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, first of all, it's not it that often, I'm and like, second of all, though, that's... But I'm like, like, that's his thing, that's yeah. his wind down, that's what he does. Just like, you're like in the, you and the Real Housewives. I know, that's yeah. why I was like, and I watch no stupid TV that he has zero interest in watching, yeah. and we both have our things, and it's okay, and... I would rather have him do that than be like this wound up asshole who's like, totally. just give me some space. Totally. Like, yeah. yeah, or drugs or something like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what? Video uh, game. Yeah, that's, that's right. Thank you. <laughs> so what? <laughs> Tip um, I had to use. Yeah. Uh, so what were, uh, let's delve into this a little bit. What were some of the negative things that you saw that came about if you didn't get that alone time? I mean, what were some of the signs or... Um, you know, when we were talking about this subject before we started the podcast, there's a reason that you've gotten to this conclusion where you need your alone time. Right. Because you said sometimes around the holidays, yeah. um, sometimes in other situations in your life, there's been some backlash. There's been some, yeah. you, you've created boundaries for a reason. So yes, yes. I think, um, yeah, holidays for sure. And I, and I think, I don't know, we Let's get real weird, right? Is it like you're a child of divorce and so maybe it creates an amount of stress that like you had to do multiple holidays with multiple families and you didn't really have a choice in the matter when you're young, but like that changes, obviously. Mm -hmm. That was a long time ago. When your parents got divorced. Eight. So like it's been a really long time. But you were young. Yeah. Right. And And they're coming out with more and more studies that show that I mean that that is a childhood trauma. 
And well, we're, we're going through like, this ACES stuff and this and that. That's yeah. something that happened at a young age that has long-term implications. And I think, and both good and bad. And my yeah. brother and I talk about this all the time, you know, like we're super adaptable. You know, yeah. we can yeah. just, we, we can roll with whatever. Um, and being able to... Um, it, it's I struggle with it sometimes, like the lack of tradition. You know, like yeah. we don't have these customs and things that we've done every year all the time in the same place in the same house with the same people, because like there could be different people from one holiday to the next. Yeah. Um. And but like as I get it, you know, now I'm in a more serious relationship that has a lot more emphasis on family and tradition and values, and um, I like getting to be a part of that with someone else. Mm-hmm. But then I also realized that it's not as like organized as you think it is with the families that have been traditional for a long time. Yeah. So the holidays definitely, I and I carry a lot of guilt about that. Like they start coming. I'm just like, oh dear God, yeah. brace yourself. Um, <laughs> just because it's a lot. Um, and I, you know, I'm an anxiety prone person. So I think I probably take on a little too much. But, and the other things that I, when I know that I'm like, not doing well is just like is that sort of just like my health my anxiety you know having freaking out about something that i know i wouldn't normally freak out about to be like okay you need to bring it down a notch (laughs) um but then also like um i work as a big job like i'm our one full-time person um i report to a board of volunteers so when you work with individuals who are there when they want to be um, you can take on probably more than you yeah. should. Um, and so then when I realize that I'm not kind of carving out the time, like I can just get very about the job, like head down, just do what needs to get done. Um, and so usually then it's like, okay, head up. Like, what have you not been doing? And the things that I ax first are always the things that I really should be doing for like my mental health, right? Like yeah. I don't have time to go to yoga today because I have six meetings. Well, you should probably just not do one of the meetings and mm. go to yoga because yeah. you're being an unpleasant person. <laughs> like, But it's hard to recognize that. It is. Yeah. And I think we started for one of the first things that I really emphasized at our work after I became in charge scary um was like when you're sick when you're whatever go home and and oftentimes things people and we also made it so hey we don't want to be around you right you're sick well and i stopped letting people store up so much pto time too like use it use it because you're there for a reason you're a better person when you take some time off it's so true and i've started even to being very clear about you know like if an emergency comes up to a certain extent because of what i do like i do have to be available and that's okay and whatever but people know i'm not when it's my day off i'm not checking my email right i'm not checking our information like you gotta you gotta call me if you need something right and then i'll be there for you and and i say to them there's been times too where i'm saying tomorrow i'm taking a mental health day i realize i don't have anything on my calendar right and i need some space that's on purpose yeah i'll I'll see you all but (laughs) i'm trying to set that example totally to people too of take some space for yourself and that's so important i well and i think so i've never this is my first time living with a significant other right so just and after living alone for so long like even just cohabitating with someone and learning that you need to take this the space and the time you need to be alone. Like that's the other thing that I've, mm-hmm. I'm still not totally, I haven't navigated this. Like I'm still mm-hmm. navigating, right? Like yeah. how do you look at this person and just be like, I need to like not see your face for like mm-hmm. a little while, you know? Yeah. Or, and maybe that's nothing. Maybe it doesn't even come from like up being upset, but you just realize that you haven't like sat down and read your book in silence for an hour since like, 
six months ago and that is something that you miss doing and how do you like communicate that without you know hurting someone's feelings or or then making sure that like they're Mm -hmm. taking the time too like if i'm asking for it i want to make sure that you're asking for it Mm -hmm. because it should be fair you know so is, is he the same way you know, we're still kind of figuring it all out. I yeah. less so, like especially with family. Um, it'll be probably well. <laughs> it's the lines blur. Yeah, um, close do. to two years, <laughs> probably. Physical, right? yeah. <laughs> close to two years, probably after the first. Of the, you know, coming into like spring. Um, but. it's both the cool thing is it's both of our firsts so everywhere we're going like we're both figuring it out which is helpful not Mm -hmm. one person's like jesus get your life together Uh, (laughs) like you should have this figured out so i think that's especially with family and things like that he has a lot more patience for it than i do Mm -hmm. which is funny because in terms of like strangers and talking about being outgoing and the small talk and the stuff that a traditional introvert hates um he has no interest in participating in that okay and so that's like i can walk that line for i can take care of that for us like we yeah. can i'll work the room it's fine <laughs> like whatever you go talk to the person you know and actually like here and or like hang with me, like me. right and like <laughs> and i can do that however then like when the family thing like he his patience lasts longer than mine and so then like if i'm just like fed up to the point like he can he'll take the lead there yeah. And so it's God, you are describing our life. It's but so like, true. But, but so see, like you right? and me and right. John and Kate. I know. And yeah. that's, I think, exact same, yeah. I'm so grateful for it because <laughs> I, yeah. And, and we're still figuring it out. I mean, yeah. for sure. But I think you probably are drawn to people that can do that kind of stuff for you. Help figure that out yeah. and help right. do all that part of it. Keep you in check. No. So you guys getting to the point where you'll literally say, I need some space. Oh yeah, I mean, I think we're, I think we're getting there. I when I, I hit, I hit a point over Thanksgiving week. It was our first house guest. It was my first like, all of that kind yeah. of. And I literally just called my brother. I'm like, come pick up your mother right now. <laughs> come pick up your mother right now. And then just looked at Johnny like, and I'm leaving. And I'm not telling you when I'm coming back. Okay. Goodbye. Like, I will see you at a later time. <laughs> so, in several hours, I will return. I promise. I will. Um, and I think you know, I'm also like, I'm just a really independent person. I was single for a really long time, yeah. and so I still struggle with, um, even carving out that space. I took a trip to, I took a solo trip to Colorado this summer, and we had like just gotten our puppy and. There was a million things going on at work and I had scheduled it a long time before, but as it was coming up, like the guilt of just like taking that time was so bad. Yeah. But fortunately I have a supportive partner who was just like, get in the car and drive (laughs) away. Um, and I needed it so badly, you know, I needed it so badly. And so even some big things like that, I think just being able for me, like to like have a solo adventure every Mm -hmm. once in a while and stuff too. Um, which, you know, we still have the flexibility of, I say the dog, but like, that's it. That's the only thing we have to worry about. If we can get her taken care of, like we're fine. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think continuing to take advantage of like the freedom we still have to like be able to do that stuff. Like if he, you know, wants to, you know, whatever. And then, then looking, turning around saying like, I came back and I'm like, okay, like, do you want to do something? Like, (laughs) do you want to go somewhere now? Because like, yeah, take, take a boy's trip, go play poker, go do whatever you want. Like figuring out, um, cause I just, he needs a little less than I do, I think, but I just want to make sure that like Mm -hmm. he doesn't resent me for taking it. But I think (laughs) that is a thing too, because I know just talking with some other moms happens to be or whatever, but that they're, 
their significant others were saying, you know, they felt bad because they very much so like independence and like going and doing it. So they have a certain amount of things that they go do or do during the week. And one of the moms is like, you know, I I run a couple times a week, but that's all I need. Yeah. Like which, I don't need. Which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Bless she, her. She's by the like, way, I'm just one of those people that it just doesn't really. She's like, but then I sat there and I started questioning myself, like, am I weird? Right. I right. To, and I'm like, no. Which I'm we all do, right? Anything wrong yeah. with one person's standard being totally. different than another? What's important is the fact that you guys even had the conversation, right? I 100 percent agree. Huge. Where yeah. you know, but it's not probably meant for you to feel guilty. It's not like you don't no. have a life because you don't want to go. And don't keep score. You know, like that's the other thing. Yeah. You don't turn it into yeah. something. Be- I mean, and I realized too, like the nature part is so huge for me. Mm-hmm. Like especially when we lived downtown, it was almost a year, and I didn't realize how much it was wearing on my oh, nerves yeah. to like not get out of the city and go like have some nature time because I used to work in it every day yeah and I took it for granted like it was nice and calming and quiet yeah like I'd hike or you know whatever and so may and I think just realizing that and having that conversation too that like we just need like whether we take the dog for a hike or get out of like camp or go cabin or something like we have to like prioritize that yeah and whether it's together or separate doesn't matter as much to me as just like i need to do that Mm -hmm. yeah but i only realized i needed to do it when i was just like immersed in the city for a year and was just like "Mm -hmm." you have to give your space to real yourself space to even realize what you need totally yeah and to be proactive about it because if you let it get too far that's when have you always dealt with anxiety yes okay like so, even as a child or whatever, growing up, yeah. Like what were what were some of the uh, the signs that you saw with that? Like, what were some of the the implications of that? Yeah, I I think it kept at bay for a long time because I was so athletic and so active, yeah. and so for me, like being able to like run it off and kick things, mm-hmm. soccer player, just for reference, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. was super helpful. Like yeah. it just it took out like I needed an aggression re- like release, mm-hmm. um, and so that helped a lot. And then in college was probably when I realized that I didn't have a great handle on it, but it was because I had lost like all that structure, Mm -hmm. right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you know what you're doing because you go to class and you go to practice and you eat dinner because your mother tells you to. And like two, three, four. Once I had to figure it out and I didn't create the structure for myself well, because like in college, we're not all the most responsible humans in the world. Um, I know. Then like, right. The bar, the library. Oh, yeah. Um, But then I struggled with it a lot because I was just like, I need structure and I need to create it myself and I don't know how. (laughs) Um, And so then it was finding kind of like realizing my triggers and realizing what I needed to do. And that went back to like the, you know, I don't have time to go work out because I'm so busy. No, you need to go work out because you are so busy and you need to do that. Trial and error, falling on your face 700 times is how I figured it out. And not wanting to like medicate myself. Yeah. Like that, that's always an option. And obviously like fully support people who want to use that mm-hmm. as a tool because it can be so helpful. Um, but I just felt like I had done so well with it for so long that I knew that I could. Yeah. And so yeah. for yeah, me, it was like, it was extent. like, yeah. that's an excuse for you not to get your shit together yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. when you should just figure out what you need to do. Right. Yeah. That makes total sense. So you have started going to therapy. I have. So first, first timer, thanks. Yeah, thanks. We haven't been to therapy in a minute, but we did a lot of therapy. We graduated. Last year. Oh, nice. Although we're supposed to stay in touch. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> so it's 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 a option for us if we ever want to go. That's yeah. that's what she said. She was like, we don't need the consistent. You know, we were going. Yeah. 
gosh, yeah, for for a couple years, they're going every. Uh, I was going every two weeks, and we did separate. Yeah. therapy and then together as so we well and then we just switched to doing together and that was it went from every two weeks to just once a month and then we did once a month for oh i don't know nine ten months and then it was yeah. at that point where she said you know i think we're at the point where this can be an as needed type totally. basis but it's so smart i honestly if there's something that i tell people out there to do and people that i meet and run into that are even considering therapy or that they tell me you know, I just started, I'm like, everyone should go because it's one of those things that it has nothing to do with, oh, you have a problem, so right. you need to do this. But the fact that you have a third party that is not invested in anything personally that you're doing totally. that can look things from an outsider perspective and just help you talk through shit. I know. And, and, and look at it in a different way. There is not a single person out there that wouldn't benefit that from even just a, a little bit. Totally. You know, to go once or twice or three times. And just see what it does, and then personally, professionally, whatever it, uh, whatever it is. So, uh, in your situation, yep. what what launched that for you? Uh, I had a massive anxiety attack okay. and was like crying like a toddler on my floor, and decided I probably needed to get my shit together a little bit. Okay. And it was probably like a it was a big work induced stress, like I and just like the taking on too much. Mm-hmm. Back to like power of no, like Jesus Christ, say no to something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just had a, it was a crazy fall and I just uh, felt like a lot was with the, we had, we bought, we bought the house and I was like hosting these workshops for work and it was just like the and, 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 yeah. and like, I mean, sob story, whatever, like pile it on. Everybody has it, no, but I, fine. but no, I wasn't it's handling like it's good it. to talk about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I wasn't handling it well. Um, and you know, I have a lot of friends who've done therapy and totally benefited from it. I have no, I have no like stigma against therapy. So like, I kind of just hit that point where I was like, okay, like, why not use the tools in the belt, right? Like it's a tool yeah. Yeah. and it will teach you new tools, right? And so then, you know, that's, I'm I'm a lifelong learner. I want to go figure out ways to deal with my shit better. Um, and so that was kind of, and then I have a friend, a friend of mine um, is, works with homeless youth as a therapist. So mm. she's like a super therapist. Yeah. And so I asked her to make some recommendations. So it was yeah. somebody that I just like totally yeah. trusted and she was like, and so that worked out. It just felt not, that scary to mm-hmm. start with somebody that you felt right. like was you know had a legitimate reference <laughs> totally like totally that. yeah and Which for is me a huge part of it it is because and that's like i have people who are like super therapy participants in my life yeah. who are like well it's all about finding the right therapist mm-hmm. i'm like i barely have time to go to my therapist <laughs> i don't have time to shop for a therapist <laughs> yeah. Inter- like that sounds like another part-time job yeah. right yeah. so it was just wanting to go and then for me too like especially when i was really stressed out, I would say probably summer and fall, mostly work-related, but then on top of life, I just felt like I wasn't being the nicest person. Um, And so then I was probably, like, dumping a lot of my stress and anxiety into my relationship, and I just really didn't want to do that. Yeah. Um, So that third-party piece that you mentioned, like, was was very crucial because I'm like, I need to dump on you so that I don't dump on people I love. (laughs) I don't know anybody. (laughs) Yeah, well, we've it's funny. We've had this conversation. Kate's had a very stressful fall when it comes to business, and she's apologized several times about dumping... A lot of me because it's it's been mostly kind of Avin and I the family side of things. Totally. And Kate's had a lot of early mornings, late nights, trips, things like that that I had to. And um, I, I think there's a, a balance to be had there as far as you know that's that's one of the things they're they're your partner for a reason. But there is something to be said about 
<clears throat> when you go and be, if you're able to talk to it with a third party as well, right. sometimes that communication to your spouse becomes more productive, or spouse, I say spouse, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, significant other becomes totally. more productive than, you know, maybe it's, it's, it's bitching or you're like the, the, the anger and everything else be, right. behind it. It's totally misplaced, right? It's not supposed <laughs> yes, to be directed towards that person. It has nothing person. to do with them, but it just, right. you're just venting. And right, venting's yeah. good to an extent, but when it's, it's kind of a concept that's not healthy for you or anybody that, yeah. uh, right. that you're, that you're around. And so finding more productive outlets to be able to do so. Um, so was that, that was kind of the same where you kind of felt like you like, I was definitely dumping. Yeah. yeah. And just felt yeah. like, and just felt like I wasn't being very productive with feeling better. Right. Yeah. Like, so like you'd wake up the next day and it would still be super stressful, yeah. you know, everything that you were dealing with. Um, and, and I also, I went back to yoga, which I mean, God, as cliche as it sounds like it, it, it helps yeah. Yeah. shut my brain off for an hour once a week. And yep. you're like, wow. It was loud in there. <laughs> um, so I think the combination of those two, and that was, I think, I just like needed to hit my low point where you kick yourself in the face and you're like, okay, this isn't working. Yeah. So that was signing up for therapy and getting back to yoga and like literally already it feels better. Yeah. You know, and, and again, that is still carving out space for yourself, right? Yep. Like that's yeah. still alone time, kind of. Like that's what I need to go do. Yeah. And um figuring out then how to turn because then it like when you do have to turn on and be that person that host uh, yes. mentor um business uh, lady you know boss director, whatever yeah, boss, yeah. you can play that role i think more efficiently when healthier yeah because you're you know taking so what's your biggest takeaway from the therapy so far like what was the biggest thing that they were able to help with just just have somebody to talk to or has there been something that they've said try this or yeah. think about this well or... i'm still new yeah. i will say i think i've only been like three times yeah, so that's okay. <laughs> so that's okay um i think two things one just totally having someone to like dump the mm-hmm. like the first time i just i don't even think i breathed i just was like <laughs> <laughs> and like the second time she's like maybe we should set some goals for what you're trying to get out of this because i feel like you just sort of like yeah vomited sorry <laughs> emotions everywhere. yes literally so yeah. we're like yes yeah, structure that's good i work well with that um so i think just having someone to unload on that is not someone that i emotionally care about is very Mm -hmm. helpful Mm -hmm. um but then also even just like heading into the holidays like i literally scheduled it i scheduled one like right before i was going to Mm -hmm. have guests and then i'm going to schedule one like right before we have holiday guests Mm -hmm. like to just be like to get out the like stupid anxiety that's probably not even a thing yeah and for her to be like it's not a thing like here's some things you can maybe right well yeah to talk about so if if you're feeling anxiety come on all right step into the other room step in the garage take 10 deep breaths or, or, you know, think about this differently. Or, or when you're going to have people over, we've done very well with setting boundaries. I mean, hell, around Christmas, it was really difficult when we first got married. Ugh, we had a lot of drama. It was a big thing because everyone wants you the entire time, every day. We've got this plan and we've got this plan. Right. And we, we'd love to see you here and there. And, there, and you guys that. are like, we both have our own families. Yeah. We need to well, go see and, everyone. And, and this was even before our child. And then before when we, we had a child and it was we mentioned, had, we need equal time. And, yada, and we're like. And they, were, they were keeping score. And. <sighs> So now it's... You're like, everyone set, loses. Everyone yeah. loses. So we basically, at that point, set a structure to where we're, we still do the exact same thing that we've yeah. done for the past, I don't know, uh, however many probably years. Probably about 13... Thir- yeah, no, probably about 10 years now. 10 yeah. years, yeah. Because for three years, we tried to 
make everybody just happy. Just go to everything and do everything. And, and it's, it's so, so miserable. Yeah. It's yeah. so miserable when you're just trying to make everyone else happy. Yeah. yeah. So like this is what we're coming you know for this we're, we're this is scheduled but the next day everyone's free to do whatever they want and then this and that and yeah, I know. we will be attending this and this we won't be attending and blah, blah, blah. well and we had some family members with some complexities that especially arise at the holidays that the holidays are maybe a trigger for them and i think for us too, the fact that we were already trying to please everybody at the Talk same about time. Talking about uh, the the time the cops were called. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, it's we're so trying, fun. That was that was a different ho ho. Hold the shit up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they were not wearing a Santa suit. But I think that was the moment when we realized, okay, not only like are we trying to please everybody else but we're putting ourselves in the back burner. So we're so stressed out about this. This totally. is dumb. Like we're filling right. a crack. In our marriage, like not, I mean, everybody has those different things, like things that cause you stress when you feel your crack full of craziness. Yeah. Then what the <laughs> hell do you expect to right. happen? Right. Like you need to figure out an outlet. And so that was the first time we did go to therapy to kind of figure out like, yeah, what should we do? Yeah, that was way back in the day. That was yeah. when we began to learn about boundaries. Yeah, oh my gosh. It's so yeah. important. And I think that's like, yeah. God, we joke, but like I, structure is so helpful. And like yeah. having some like preset expectations just like makes it a lot easier, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, and you know, we talk about it and we only have our own perspective, but then like, like you said, if you have family members who have their own complexities, like a, this could be really stressful for them or B, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe like they need this so badly. And so they just want to like smother you with love because like yeah. they've been waiting for that, you know, yeah. and who knows? Like that's, I'm and like, that's, that's okay. not me. But they need to learn how to, you know, smother the love, but that comes with extents and there's right. boundaries there. For a certain so period of time. To, yeah. For a certain period of time. <laughs> right. And then, we need our space as yeah. well. And so, you know, everyone can be helped. Um, right. Uh, and everyone can fulfill whatever that, that need or that purpose for, even if it's not around holidays, but, you know, on a day-to-day basis uh, can be done. But the the communication, you hit on it, setting expectations is so effing important. It's, it's critical. And so having those conversations, otherwise people don't know. And so they don't know they're overstepping their bounds. Totally. They don't know they're doing it because you haven't... If you're not going to tell them, how the hell does... How right. Hell does and then you're just know? sitting there they feeling uncomfortable. Just, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and so you just make it 10 times freaking worse. And it's worse. an Iowa... It's a Midwest thing. Totally. Too, totally. Where sometimes, you know, we don't want to tell we people stuff things. Up, yeah. But then we don't realize that actually by communicating very clearly with people, it actually makes everything so much better. Just because it's not nice doesn't mean it's mean. Totally. Oh, my ah, God. We've had that. Let's put that on a pillow somewhere. Well, but that's <laughs> you. We, we talked about that from a business standpoint from you back in the day. We're learning because yeah, people would, you know, sometimes people are so easily offended. And you have to realize, yeah, just because it's not me going over and, 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 and beyond to be super nice, that doesn't mean you're being a dick. That right. just means that you, you can only do so much. And you, you can, yeah. And it took until last got so much year, time. though, that I carried it over personally. Yeah. Because I... Very much so got that business-wise and whatever else, but doing it personally was a whole other thing. I grew up with a close family, yada, yada, yada. But last year when everybody was struggling and you feel like you need to be there for everybody, you're like, wait a minute here. Right. I do need a little bit of space and I'm not going to feel guilty about it. No. I'm just going to tell you, here's what I can help with. Yeah. Here's what I can't help with. Totally. Because... Because you can't be everything for everyone. And we can't all go down. No. Right. Totally. No. It's so true though. And I think that's super important. Like, and especially like if you're having other things going on, like with family or struggling or whatever, I think that's very true. Like you have to just say like, here's how I can help. Yeah. And like, and if you specifically need something, ask. 
But yes. like I can't yes. I can't be sitting there ready to interpret your every need because yeah, no, I will go crazy, yeah. right? Yeah. And ask like it's so it's so a Midwest thing though. My grandma yeah. and my aunt joke that like we're dark Norwegian people. Like we don't <laughs> we don't talk about our feelings and we don't, you know, don't step on anyone's toes <laughs> and don't, you know, oh, don't offend anyone. Okay. And uh, yeah. maybe that is another good thing about like meeting Johnny's family. Like their culture is so different <laughs> than mine. So what's up? Right. Like there there's no there's none of that. And so like everything and totally so yeah. on the one hand like we have yeah both sides that are just probably a little too much of extremes either way like we can all learn from each other a little bit <laughs> yeah. but but i think that's the other piece too is just like being able to say yes like here's what i can do here's how i can help um if you need something like please feel comfortable enough to ask and that's really all you can do like after yeah. that you can't sit there and be like hey really i said i said i can help you what do you what come on yeah and don't Do feel thing. bad and don't beat yourself up over it. Right. Because you've yeah. offered. It's it's in their court now. And we all they carry to too much guilt. Yeah. Like just we like, are already just right. baseline guilt in general of, you know, regrets. Uh, how could we have done that differently? Should I be thinking about this differently? What could I have done better? What could I do more constantly right. every second of our lives to be better people? Because right. that's what we're forced to be. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, we, you know, yeah. you hear about the stories of people that spend, you know, uh, 20 hours a day doing this helpful and that helpful and they're right. saints and all that. And you're like, I feel like we're not getting the, I feel like we're not getting, I feel like we're not getting the entire story, but at the same time, that's great if that works for you. If that's, totally. If that is what provides that fulfillment in your life and in timing it works out and the people that you're around, um, it, 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 they're supportive to do that. But other people, in order to be healthy and happy, mm-hmm. um, need different things. And that's okay. We're all different people. And so I think that's a perfect point to, uh, to end on right now is that take time for yourselves. Whatever that means for you, that's important. But first, yeah, but yes. first... You need to figure out what's important for you. It it may actually be that you're the opposite. You need to get out and be around more people. Right. For some, like uh, like me, and uh, we need to find some time to be alone, doing whatever it is, reading a book, uh, video games, going to see a movie, um, watching trash TV, wh- whatever totally. it is. <laughs> totally. Figure out what you need, uh, what works for you. And then implement ask for it, it. And then ask for it and communicate it is the uh, the best way to go about it and those around you um if they are uh you know if they are uh good people if they're understanding if they care about you they they will understand that well and then you create the space for them to do that like you said like you lead by example so then they know that it's okay to do that too yeah Yeah. get your space get what you need perfect and if you can't figure out what it is how to do it then ask a therapist yeah Yeah. and actually no (laughs) go go out there and talk to a therapist no matter what i don't you may have the best life in the world right now. Like you may have everything, everything right. going right for Everyone you. Everyone go to but therapy. Go talk to somebody because you just don't. Even if you're in a very healthy place, you know, talking yeah, to somebody be just forever. becomes more healthy. Yeah, and you're always gonna reach, you know, some type of struggle or hurdle or whatever it comes across your way. And the better you know how to deal with that, that works for you, the better off that uh, that you'll be. Molly, thank you so much for taking out time in your day. Uh, now you got to go out and run. which looks like so much fun it's gonna be so fun Uh, but thank you so much for uh, for being guests and for everybody out there that uh, that has been listening thank you again for uh, for tuning in Um, please share this as uh, as much as possible and again we're always up for suggestions this has been the Unbalancing Act with Mike and Kate and we will talk to you again next week